Welcome to Pursuit of Relentless podcast. You've got your host here, Elena. And today I am excited to have Lauren Fonville on with me. Uh, I'm going to get her to tell her story in a minute, but I'm super excited to connect because I've recently gone through some more trauma. I lost another baby and it is just a roller coaster of emotions. And I really, I felt connected with Lauren when we first were talking and there was a lot of really great conversations to be had. So I'm really excited for you guys to get access to Lauren and uh, just really learning more about her story and how she's uh, developed into this incredible version of herself. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and have a conversation with you. Yeah. So tell us about your story. Like, how did you get into entrepreneurship? What did that look like for you? Were you always super entrepreneurial or... So no, um, I was in the corporate world, you know, did the whole, went to college, got a job, all of that. Um, and, and then we had kids and, and then we moved. And when we moved, I thought, okay, I'm going to be home with kids, you know, and quickly realized like I, I wanted to work and I'm mm-hmm. So I had started, uh, I was in, in marketing. So I started doing some, some freelance marketing work and um, a lot of content writing for people. So that's how my entrepreneurial journey first started. Um, but then I was dealing with a lot of anxiety and stress in my life. And um, it was around the time that we found out that my husband was going to have to deploy. He's in the military. And I, it was bad. Like it was a bad time. I, I just felt like I, I wasn't able to show up as my best self for my kids. I was stressed. I was worried. I was, you know, just really not in a good place. And I knew that I needed to do something to make myself feel better. Mm -hmm. Uh, And for me, it started with with going to a yoga class. And when I was in class, there was a flyer for yoga teacher training and something deep within me pushed me to sign up for that. And typically I'm someone who, you know, will think about it, talk to somebody about it, go back and forth a million times. But something that day was like, no, you need to do this. You need to sign up right now so you don't back out. And that's what I did. I listened to that. I listened to that like gut feeling. And um, it was the best decision I could have made because that ultimately led me to not only becoming a yoga instructor, but it introduced me to so many different people that were, uh, you know, into, into energy work in general. And I went on to become a Reiki practitioner and study meditation and sound healing. And um, I was eventually introduced to EFT tapping and really had it, that had a profound effect on my life. And I decided to get certified so that I could share it with other people. Um, and, you know, I first started just sharing things with friends and friends and family. And then, you know, I was still doing my, my marketing work and I started sharing it with some of the clients that I was working with. Um, so while they were coming to me for marketing help, a lot of the time, you know, as an entrepreneur, you have these thoughts and negative, uh, <laughs> negative self-talk that can come up. Like, I'm not good good enough. Who am I to be doing this? You know, Mm -hmm. why am I even doing this? All of those sorts of things. And, um, you know, the emotional side of being an entrepreneur. And so I started working with my clients and saying, Hey, try this, try this tapping thing with me. Um, and, and that's when my business really started to, to take a shift. And I've really moved more into helping people with anxiety, stress, and 
prevent chronic pain. And that can have obviously a benefit to your personal life, but it can also have that benefit to your professional life as well. Um, and yeah, it always just, it just keeps evolving from there. Yeah, I love that. And I think that when you're in those moments, you don't necessarily realize how much you're doing and how much you're taking on. And you're like, wow, I'm actually like crushing it, <laughs> you know, like, and you get that, you get that imposter syndrome. And sometimes you're just sitting there going, do I even deserve this? Or like, what does this even mean for me? Uh, and I find that even for myself, people are like, oh, you're an entrepreneur. I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. It's cool. Um, and they're like, well, have you ever like considered working for someone else? And I'm like, I don't think I could, like, I get so much stress, even like thinking about trying to work for someone else. And I'm just like, I like my freedom. <laughs> you know, I really like running my own schedule and, you know, taking care of myself and giving myself that time to heal if I need to. And I think that when we have those routines of what works for us, so what works for us is going to be different than what works for someone else. But I think that when we can collaborate and meet other people and like really just focus on helping each other, there's a power behind that. Yeah. Yeah. There's absolutely a power in, in community and through story and hearing what other people are, are going through and, and knowing that you, that you aren't alone and feeling supported in that way. Yeah. My friend Krista. So talking about yoga, my friend Krista, she was like, come to this yoga class with me. It's going to be awesome. And meanwhile, I was at the point in my life where I was like the most depressed I'd ever been. I was more overweight than I had ever been. And I was just sitting there going, I know I need to change. And, uh, so she's like, come to yoga. And I was like, stretching sounds fine. You know, like no big deal. Um, but she's like, yeah, it's at 6am and it's a hot class. So make sure that you wear, you know, preferable clothing where you're not going to sweat to death bring lots of water. Well, it turned out to be a vinyasa flow class and I was 300 pounds, just like literally like (laughs) dying on the yoga mat. But in those moments when you know, you can't leave that room, (laughs) right. But you are just going through it and you're being present with yourself and you're going, wow, I really do need that change. And I do need that moment when you're breathing right? You're having those moments of anxiety, but you're like, I need this change. Like, I really know that this is exactly what I was looking for. And for myself, it was yoga too, right? Like I had that class. And then I found out that that was like the hardest class I could have taken. And I was like, oh, but I did it. And I did it at my biggest and my worst. And like the, the, like check mark that I was able to give myself from doing that was huge. Like that big confidence boost when I was like, Hey, if I can do that, I can do anything. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just, I loved it so much that I just didn't stop going. And now I'm also doing my yoga teacher training, but it's more just for my own practice and to be able to share my voice with other people, because I know that when you're a yoga instructor and you're giving people this experience, you're, you're holding space for them so that they can relax and they can rest and they can let go of all of the burdens of that day. When you walk into that room, it's a different uh, experience altogether because it's not like we're going to sweat it out and this is going to be super intense and hardcore. No, not like that. No, we're going to hold poses that are hard. And we're going to do stuff that is uncomfortable. And guess what? We're going to work into that fascia. We're going to work into those, 
um, super tight spots in your body that you've been holding on to tension and pressure and stress and anxiety and trauma and all of that beautiful negative energy usually held in the hips, you know, um, but you just, you start to release that and you start to build that belief in yourself that you can feel good. And when you, you leave that class, you're like, wow, I can't believe how much different I feel, right? It's how much you just, you breathe into it and you, you deal with a lot of your suffering and pain in your mental space without saying a word, because you're just going through this experience with an instructor who's helping you release it. And I found that that was huge for me, huge. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was, it was a game changer for me too. And I think, I think all the different modalities that I've learned complement each other and which it's why I incorporate them now when I work with clients, you know, because like you were saying, different people resonate with different types of healing modalities and, you know, yoga can, yoga can be a really powerful one, but even if you're not doing a vinyasa, if you're doing a, a restorative class or yin class or kundalini yoga, you know, there's so many different forms of it. And I think for me, what it's all about is coming home to yourself. All of these different modalities are a way for you to come home to yourself and feel safe in your body. And, and that's what it's really all about. It's about figuring out what is going to make you feel good. And I think Um, When I found EFT and EFT stands for emotional freedom technique, and it's this, this practice where you're gently tapping on certain points of the body while simultaneously acknowledging the emotions that you're, that you're feeling. A lot of times people, people will sometimes refer to it as like psychological acupuncture, right? But, But we're not, we're not using needles here. We're using acupressure and just gently tapping on these points. But it, like yoga, it is allowing you to tune into your body, but it more so tuning into your emotions, right? It can also help, you know, this practice can help with a wide variety of things. It can help with anxiety, stress, overwhelm, but it can also help with uh, PTSD, insomnia, um, physical pain as well. And I know that, that that can seem almost too good to be true, this idea of like tapping on yourself and physically and emotionally feeling better. But what it's doing is it's helping you to, you know, kind of peel back these layers of, of these experiences that we've had. All these experiences in life that we've had have emotions attached to them. And when they are emotions that make us uncomfortable or we don't enjoy feeling them, we often stuff them down and suppress them. And eventually they're going to come out in some way. And so tapping is this beautiful way of holding space for how you're really feeling in this moment. So if you're feeling really sad or really angry or really frustrated, it gives you that that space and container to, to, to speak it out loud, saying it out loud. And sometimes saying out loud how you're feeling um, when for most of the time, you're just thinking the thoughts, you know, you're not speaking them out loud. There's something really powerful that can happen when you're tapping on the points and speaking out loud how you're feeling, because something that feels so true in the beginning um, can begin, you you begin to kind of step back from it and your perspective can, can shift and it can happen quite quickly. And so something that felt really, really true when you started can almost start to feel silly and, uh, and that can be a beautiful thing, right? Because when you think about things differently, you begin to feel differently. Oh, I 100% agree. And it was just like us talking right before the show about how I was feeling this miscarriage in comparison to last miscarriage, where 
I'm not as like <laughs> fall on the floor crying because <clears throat> I've learned to have these methods of release for myself, whether that's meditation or yoga or just being outside in nature. The things that work for me to make me happy are what works for me. Like I like having plants in my office. I like having books in my office. I like just being in this beautiful space with myself and sometimes just sitting in silence, sometimes listening to some, you know, really nice healing music, like, like some mantras, or I listen to like 528 Hertz (laughs) frequency or, you know, whatever it is in that moment that I feel like I need, but I, I love working with crystals. I love just like feeling because I love rocks. That's my thing. But yesterday I bought myself um, a new crystal and I wrote myself a little letter and, you know, like I'll show the people on the screen, but I just, I wrote a new set of goals for myself. Right. And it said, I'm the creator of my own destiny. I aspire to be an aspirational leader to the people around me. I choose to be happy and healthy and I strive for bliss in my life today. I will fulfill my destiny, you know, stuff like that. And when you read that stuff to yourself, you take back your power. You're not giving it away anymore. You're not sitting there in that victim mode going, Oh my goodness, I lost my baby again. Yeah, guys, I'm sad. Obviously I'm sad, but I'm not going to let that consume my entire life. Right. I'm not going to let that impact my business the same way as it did last time, because I've learned my lesson, right. I've learned how to self-soothe. I've learned how to um, overcome my automatic stress responses and being able to figure out what my triggers are uh, and stuff like that. And I've found that when you can share that message and just go, Hey, here's how I did it. Then you have a whole new respect for yourself. I think it is. Um, and just like a way of releasing that pain and that tension. And whether that's like you said, the acupressure techniques or meditation or going and getting a massage, you know, going hunting with your buddies, like whatever it is for you, then it is what it is, right? It's whatever is going to help you self-soothe. But I think in in these times right now, like we're coming out of COVID, there's still a lot of turmoil happening politically in the world. And there's like a lot of stress and anxiety still about people like leaving their houses, for instance, or like being in big crowds again. Um, so what are some of the things that you would suggest to people when it comes to, you know, just like putting themselves back out there in the world when we've been pretty secluded for the last two years? Yeah. And I mean, that's something that I've, I've come across quite a bit lately with, with clients, you know, that, that transition of trying to, to get back to quote unquote normal, you know? Um, And so I think one is honoring how you feel, right? So if you're feeling scared to do these things, that's okay. let's Let's not pretend that you're not right. Like, let's, let's get really real with, with how you're, with how you're feeling. Um, and allow yourself, allow yourself the space to feel however you're feeling. Um, and, and as you do that, then you can slowly move towards that better feeling or thought. And, you know, it's not necessarily going to be like, okay, I'm really scared to go into groups. And then we're going to flip a switch and be like, okay, I'm ready to go party at the concert, right? Like it's not as, as much as maybe we would like to be able to flip a switch like that. It, it typically doesn't work like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, it, it, you know, you can, you can do that with, with mantras, right? Like, 
I'm scared. You recognize that you're feeling scared and then you're going to say, what, I'm, I'm confident, right? And you can give it lip service, but that's not really how you truly feel. And if that's not truly how you feel, it's not really going to help you that much. Yeah. And so you're better off allowing yourself to, to feel the fear, um, sit with it, notice what else comes up, notice how that, uh, how the physical sensations that arise in your body, because, you know, there are, there are a lot of, um, emotional contributors to, to physical pain too. And most people can make that correlation with stress. Oh, when I'm stressed, I feel it in my neck or I feel it in my shoulders. It's all, pain. Yeah. but it's not it just just yeah. one of them, like one, my right shoulder is okay. just like, and my masseuse is like, Elena, what the heck is going on? You know, she's like, why do you, why are you so tense? And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. And she said, you know what? It's because you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders and you need to release that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang it. So mm-hmm. I know that when I'm feeling stressed, it's because I'm literally like hunching and hiding my heart. You know, it's, it's just like, you just feel it. And when you just are able to relax and release into it, there's so much calmness there. Yeah. You know, but sometimes there's a lot of fear, right? There's a lot of fear with allowing yourself to feel the feeling, you know, I've done works with people who have said, well, if I la- if I let myself go there, if I let myself really feel the sadness or feel the anger or feel whatever it is, like, I'm not going to be able to come back from it. Right. This, right. This, this fear that it's just like, you're going off into the abyss and you're never going to be able to return. When in reality, if you allow yourself to feel the feeling for 90 seconds, it's going to, it's going to shift. You're going to mm-hmm. notice, you're going to notice a shift. Um, but if you're someone that that has that fear, that's okay. And you can work up up to that. You know, you don't ever have to like dive in on the deep end, especially when we're talking about using EFT as a as a modality. It's a very gentle, gentle tool um, that meets you, that meets you exactly where you are. Yeah, I love that. So um my mom, for instance, has some disabilities where a lot of it is um, pressure related. So she does a lot of massage and that kind of stuff. Um, And I just know that if she was able to maybe have that, see with EFT, I I see that as just a form of self-love where you're like, I am loving myself enough to tap, you know, whether that's just sitting there with yourself in that moment and going, I am presently working on becoming a better version of myself or just being aware of the fact that you're putting that intention out that you want to heal. And I think that when you do that, you're attracting that positive energy to yourself, regardless of if you believe that what you're doing is actually working or not. If you're just sitting there and holding that space for yourself, you're allowing yourself to grow. And a lot of us right now have gone through trauma of our own, whatever it is for you that you've been struggling with. There are, there are modalities, like you were saying, there are ways for us to all get through it together. Um, but there's also just the moments when you got to sit with yourself and just hold space and be present and maybe sit on a rock, you know, or just go be outside with your pet or hang out with your kids and just be quiet and be present because like my story today was talking about, um, would you rather have $10 million and no peace of mind or a million dollars, but balance in your life? And I'm like, I would much rather have an okay amount of money saved and have that balance and that happiness versus me trying to just push, 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 
and be a multi like multimillionaire, multi-billionaire, and then have no life. And I'm like, I, I used to compare myself to other people when I was like newer in business, when I was like, I just want to be a multimillionaire and it's going to be awesome. And then you realize how much work that actually takes. And I'm like, mm. right. You know, I do have a mission to help people, but I don't necessarily have to spend every single minute of my day focused on my business either, because I think if you don't hold space for yourself and you don't make that room to allow that energy to come in and that positivity and that healing, then you're going to get resentful of yourself. And, and you're going to get gonna, burnt out, you know, yeah, you get burnt out doing like doing stuff like that. And, and, you know, asking yourself, you know, how am I feeling like checking in with yourself on a regular basis? Like I will, I'll tell clients, yeah. set a little alarm on your phone and set it for different times throughout the day and pause and ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? Yeah. And if the answer is feeling great, okay, awesome. What am I thinking about? I'm really mm -hmm. beginning to make that connection between what you're thinking about and how you're feeling. And if the answer is like, I feel like crap, you know, I'm really stressed out. What are you thinking about? Yeah. And so you begin to create that awareness and then you can begin to, you know, shift the thoughts that you're having. And then when you do that, it, it changes how you feel and then it changes how you show up and it changes your actions and that's going to change your results. And so, you know, it's an, it's an important thing, like checking in with yourself, getting to know yourself. And some of the best ways of doing that too, like you were saying is, is doing something like just going outside and sitting and being and quiet your mind, because so many of us, whether it's in business or in life with your kids or whatever, it's just go, 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 go. Right. Like you're just like focused on the next thing, focus on the next thing. And well, you know, I feel like there is a time and a place for that. Like you also have to like sit and pause and reflect too um, and, and celebrate the wins because if you're just constantly going, you know, there's no, <laughs> there's no fun in that, right? Yeah. You gotta like there's, celebrate along the way. There's no joy in that, right? Like you don't, you don't, you don't make time for the joy. You don't make time to sit there and go, wow, listen to the birds outside chirping, having a great time. Or like, listen to my kids laughing and running around. You know, it's, it's those moments when you sit there and you just be present and like almost overly present where you're just like, I need to be here right now. And this is my only job, you know? And when you have those moments of clarity, I think you are able to give yourself room to grow. And like last night, for instance, I was, I did a guna yoga, which was amazing. So it starts with Kundalini, which is like big movements to try and just like really make your body um, move. And I had a, one of my yoga instructors, she said, it's like washing the dishes, washing the dirty dishes. Cause sometimes you can put them in the dishwasher, but they don't actually get clean. Right. So you have to do the work to actually scrub it out. And it's the same thing with doing, let's say a cat cow where you're extending your back and like actually moving your spine around. Cause that's going to move your cerebral spinal fluid and relieve some tension and stuff like that. And when you're actually doing those movements for a couple minutes, man, you feel so much better. And then we did a little bit of a flow. We did a moon salutation, which was beautiful. So like getting into the hips and um, just being present in nature. It was a free outdoor class with Chantel Heskett. And I was just like, thank you, Chantel. And then you finish with restorative, right? And you lay in Shavasana and you're just able to just be present in nature. And she was just walking us through, like be present and listen to the birds, you know, like you hear those mosquitoes flying around you, ignore them, <laughs> you know? And it was just so beautiful. And after that, I was just like, I needed that. 
I needed that so much more than I even thought. So I had to give myself credit in that moment and just kind of like sit there with myself and go, Hey, you did it. Right. You did it. And then I came home and I was kind of like, Oh, when you move your body, emotions come up and I'll tell you, you don't always want to feel them. So what I did is I put on for like the third time I've listened to it. Um, Jenna Kutcher's interview with Ed Milet. And seriously, she was talking about how she just had to like learn to love her body again because she was so frustrated that she had two miscarriages and you get so discouraged at that point. You're like, what the heck are you doing body? Like you're supposed to know what to do, <laughs> you know, and you can't feel like that, but you have to feel like that in order to gain that confidence back in yourself. And I think that when you're in it, like when you're really stuck in it and you don't take the 10,000 foot view of the whole situation, then you feel that depression and you get sucked into that anxiety and you're just like in those moments. And then if you can find a way to shift your thinking, whether that's putting on a podcast or going and having a bath or, you know, taking that time for yourself or going and having a massage or a pedicure or whatever it is that makes you happy, then you can have a moment of freedom where you can let in the love for yourself and go, Hey, no, I know that doing yoga is going to help me heal. I know that forcing myself to do something that's a little bit uncomfortable sometimes, like washing my dishes while I'm listening to a podcast instead of sitting on the couch and watching a movie. Okay. I can sit on the couch and watch a movie and my brain will rest and whatever, but am I actually dealing with it or am I avoiding it? Right. Exactly. Right? That's exact, no, that's exactly it. And, and, you know, I often describe tapping as, um, the, the, I, I give this, this example, right? So like, if you're taking a picture, if you picture yourself, you know, you have a camera and you are taking a picture of, let's say the mountains and uh, there's a flower in the foreground and you are zoomed in on the flower, right? So if you're zoomed in on the flower, you're, you can't see, you can't see all the mountains. You can't see the clouds or any of that stuff, right? Uh, it's still a pretty picture maybe, right? But it's when I think of, when I think of like feeling the emotions, right? You're like in it, you're just, you're just right there. You're zoomed in, in on it. You can't see anything else and that's what your focus is on and then when you zoom that camera out and now you can see the entire landscape the act of zooming out I often compare to tapping it's that it helps you to shift your perspective and zoom out so you can see things differently mm -hmm. and it's like you know because when you're in the when you're in the midst of of trauma right it's like you're it's like you're in the eye of a tornado and you're just looking up and everything's flying everywhere and you're you're just really really overwhelmed and in the moment and sometimes you don't even know wh where to start or what to do and that's at, it's at those times that i find tapping to be particularly helpful it is something that i do feel like you need to practice in in leading up to those events right if you're not someone who typically does tapping and then you're going to try this when you're kind of freaking out or having an anxiety attack it's not going to be as effective as if you're doing it regularly and you kind of know what you're doing but in doing so you know and you can just start wherever it is like i'm so overwhelmed i don't even know where to start like i just feel awful i feel awful right now and you're just saying whatever those words are that are coming to you and tapping on the points and as you do it's slowly helping to regulate your nervous system because there is a lot of science behind this modality like when you're tapping on these points it's been shown to reduce the amount of cortisol pumping through your body and cortisol is the stress hormone mm -hmm. by up to 43%. And it's a really, really big number. So like when you're in the midst of dealing with a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, or you're having that panic attack, cortisol is pumping through your body, right? It's like, because that the, it's, 
That message is coming from the amygdala. The amygdala is the part of the brain that controls fight or flight. And so that part of the brain is there to protect you in those situations where you need to fight back, you need to run away, right? But when we're talking about chronic stress and anxiety, that's happening all the time. So that amygdala is firing, that alarm center is going off and it's sending that cortisol into your body. And when that's happening on a regular basis, that's not healthy. That's not healthy for you. And so this is a tool that can help to regulate your nervous system by telling your brain, hey, you don't need to be making all of that cortisol right now. And you can slow, you you will slowly begin to, to feel the difference. And when your body starts to calm down, then you can begin to think clearly again, because when that alarm center is going off, the prefrontal cortex, which is where you make all of the decisions, that front part of your head is literally offline. The information that is like going up the brainstem to try and help you make a decision, it's not reaching that area. And so the alarm is going off, all the cortisol is going on. And so if you're tapping, it reduces the cortisol. So then that prefrontal cortex can come back online. So now you can make those good sound decisions. Um, and so having a tool that that literally is at your fingertips, right? You don't need anything special. Um, and you can even do it like when you're in public and, you know, maybe if you're at work and your boss says something that's really triggering you, you just put your hands under your desk, desk and you can just tap on the side, the pinky side of one of your hands. Um, or even you can squeeze at the, at the fingertips uh, on, on any finger and take some deep breaths. And that's going to send that message to the brain to say, hey, you don't need to be in fight or flight, reduce the cortisol. And it happens. Um, and it can, wow. yeah, it can be really, really helpful, particularly in those times of stress. But then again, it's also really helpful practice to, um, you know, just help you process what's going on in your day, right? At the end of the day, like we all have so many thoughts going on <laughs> through our head. And sometimes people struggle falling asleep because of that. And this is a nice practice to, to incorporate, I find that in the, in the evenings, but you really can do it any, any time of day, whatever, whatever works best for you to, to work through any of those thoughts. And, and I've also found that in doing that, it makes it a little bit easier for people to meditate because, you know, the big complaint with meditating is that like, I can't turn my brain off, right? Like I have many people tell you that, like, I can't turn my brain off. I've got too much going on. Like, <laughs> this like, mean I have to meditate. I'm like, yeah, man. No, you just literally just have to sit there with your brain. you know those are the people that need it the most right and so this is a practice of like okay if you're stressed about everything you got to go do tomorrow or whatever happened today that made you mad you literally just tap on the points all around your body as you say that stuff out loud as if you're talking to a friend as if you just picked up the phone to you know talk to your friend about your day you can do that by yourself tapping on these points and it's going to help to kind of what I like to think of as just create space in your brain to kind of then allow yourself to sink into a meditation more easily as well. Yeah, I love that. So if there was any advice that you could give a new entrepreneur, for example, who is going to have a lot of those moments when they're like, oh my goodness, what the heck did I get myself into? I'm super stressed out. Um, and they don't know where to begin, for instance, what are some of the things that you've used outside of tapping, for instance, um, that have helped you really just kind of find peace and joy in your own life? Yeah. Well, I think first and foremost, I think having a coach of your own is, uh, is really important or having a, a community of people that you can go to so that you don't feel so isolated mm-hmm. because as an entrepreneur, it can feel isolating at times. So having, having that community can be, can be really helpful. Um, and I like journaling about how I feel. And I think it's, 
is fun to kind of look back and see where you are because where you are right now is not going to be where you are a year from now. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of cool to be able to look back and see how much growth has happened over time. And I think with uh, entrepreneurship, it's, you know, you're always growing, right? You have to, you have to be willing to change and grow and because that's what everybody's doing, right? You have to. Um, and so if you have fears about that or, fe- you know, limiting beliefs as to what you're capable of, ask for help, find somebody to, to help you with that, whether that's, you know, working with a, a tapping practitioner or finding some other sort of modality, you know, we talked about a bunch of them today that that is going to help you process all of these, all of these thoughts, because, shoving them down and ignoring them is, is only going to come back to bite you. <laughs> like you have to figure out a way to, to work through them for sure. Yeah. Amazing. So where can people get access to you? I know we're, we're running out of time for today, but I, I want people to make sure that they can reach out to you if they're having some struggles that we talked about today that they're like, oh man, I really need some help with that. Um, yeah. because they're feeling stressed or they're feeling overwhelmed. So, okay. so I have um I have a free masterclass that's available on my website and that's lauren.com forward slash masterclass. Uh, and that is going to go into a lot more detail about tapping where the points are more of the science behind it. So if, if it intrigues you, even in the slightest, I encourage you to check that out. Um, otherwise, you can just find me on my website, mindshiftwithlauren.com. And I have all my social media and stuff on there, too. If you if you search on Instagram for mindshiftwithlauren, I'll pop up as well. Beautiful. That's amazing. Well, thank you for sharing all of this today. I know that we held space for a bunch of people today, and I think that that's absolutely beautiful. And especially when, like I said, there's so many people out there that are struggling with this kind of stuff and they don't necessarily know where to go. And they're like, ah, not super religious or, you know, they don't really know how to get that community. I think it's really important to be able to have people like yourself to reach out to that you can have a coach and you can have someone who's there for you. And a coach isn't necessarily like someone you have to hire either. It's literally just someone to bounce ideas off of another entrepreneur or someone who's going through similar stuff that you are that you admire, right? Yeah. And I think that that's a big plus when it comes to our growth process and understanding that we're on a constant journey. And when we get stuck, sometimes, sometimes we just need someone to help pull us out of that. And for me, that's podcasting and it's yoga and it's, you know, having a coach like, yeah, because sometimes when you are, like I was saying before, like how, when you're, you're in it and everything just feels so overwhelming, having somebody from the outside who, who has that different vantage point can help to pick out those things that do seem most intense for you and can be really helpful in, in pointing the way as to where to start and kind of guiding through that process. Um, I'm always, I'm always talking about how, like, I, I truly believe all of the answers lie within. We all have access to those, those answers. Sometimes we need, sometimes we need a little help accessing them. And Mm -hmm. these modalities can help you access them. A coach can help you access them. And it's just figuring out what feels right for you. Yeah. I love that. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I know everyone got a ton of value out of it. So if you guys did make sure you share the show with a friend and get a hold of Lauren as well, and just really dig into what's going to help you relieve your stress, whatever that is, as long as it's healthy, of course, you don't want to do anything super destructive, but uh, we want people to 
just embrace their best self, be on that pursuit of relentless every single day and just try your best to love yourself. And I think that when you can do that, you will find peace and you will find a lot more joy in your life. And you don't have to sit there and stress out 24 seven. Sometimes you have a hard time even realizing that you're, you're in a stressful situation because you're so used to it. Right. And so when you have that help and that coach to go slow down, think about it be present. What is it that's making you so anxious right now? Or, you know, why are you feeling the way that you're feeling? And sometimes it can be hard to work through those moments, but trust me when I say it is worth it and you'll be so much more proud of yourself and so much happier when you actually take time to love on yourself. So that's our show for today. I hope you guys got a ton of value. I'll post all of the links to get access to Lauren in the show notes and I really appreciate you being here today. So thank you again. Um, yeah, that's Pursuit of Relentless signing out for today. Bye, guys.